If you've got your Bibles this morning, extra Sunday school points. Okay, but I'm going to read from the book of Luke, chapter 2, and verses 1 to 20. And it's entitled The Birth of Jesus, and it's from the New International Version. So if you want to follow along, that's great. If you just want to listen, that's fantastic too. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius uh, was the, the governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, to the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks, flocks at night. The angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He's the Messiah, the Lord This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. While the shepherds had, uh, sorry, while the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Amen. Well, good morning. It's great to see it. It really, uh, it really is. In our household, I, I don't know about you, happy with your presents this year? Do you know the Christmas presents that you opened this year? I don't know. You're looking at me as if to say... Maybe, maybe not, maybe, maybe. Our little dog, Maggie, had more presents this year. I think Helen was more excited at our little Maggie opening her presents than anything this, this year. Um, Christmas cracker jokes. I know. I'm going to do just one, because I only know one. I only know one. Dave Sanders knows about 100, but I, I only know one. And this is about the only time that we're going to be able to do it now because it's, it's, it's all finished. It's nearly all over. But um, what, what is the best, what's the best gift uh, you can give a dog at Christmas? A donut. <laughs> Christopher, that is a good gift. You're a man after my own heart. That's the best gift you could give me at Christmas is a donut. That's a good gift. It's a mobile bone, actually. <laughs> I know. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on from that, I want to just quickly look at, very quickly, three simple things that we can learn from the response of the shepherds that will be helpful for us uh, today. 
And uh, so, so first of all, the first thing is this. They heard the announcement. The first thing about the shepherds was from that story, a bit fun. Uh, did you notice the, uh, the, they were overwhelmed by the glory of the Lord? Do you see how the sheep just fell? So, that was a bit that I feel like the best about that story. But um, the, um, the first thing that they did, they heard the announcement. And um, hearing God for our lives isn't just for Christmas, but it's for every day, isn't it? Something we can learn from the, from the shepherds. They were in the right place at the right time, but they were there. Now, um, you, you, you could say, well, just you know, being out in a field, looking after sheep, you, you know. But it, 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 I'm told it's very hard work because they have to look after night predators and animals and all this sort of thing. It, it wasn't just being that they were just whiling away their time. They were busy working hard, looking, looking out to keep them safe. Um, but they were, and, and so in life today, we could be busy, a lot can be going on, and we can miss what God wants to say. Uh, and it's not just for Christmas. It's not just for Christmas Day. You know, it's not, as we've heard in the worship team leading us, it's not just looking at the lovely baby Jesus and looking at him from a distance, but it's hearing God today for our hearts and lives. And, and for, the, for, the, for the year ahead, for the, for the year that's coming, for 2019, there's putting ourselves in a place to hear God. You know, uh, Annette was sharing earlier about Zacchaeus made an effort to get to a place where he could see Jesus, because Jesus was going to invite him to, to be with him. He wanted to come to his house. And there's something about our lives in getting to a place where we can hear God for our lives. There is something so important that we can learn from this story. Now, I've read this many, many times, and it can easily pass me by. But there is this something of putting ourselves in a place to hear God for our lives. It, it, it's important because it, it led them to discover Jesus. And hearing God for our own lives, whether it's through the Bible, through, through worship, through someone speaking into your heart and life prophetically, will lead us to discover something fresh in Jesus Christ. One of the themes that we've got set for the beginning of next year is all things new. That God's looking to do things fresh and new in our hearts and lives. And if we're to experience that, then we have to be in a place where we can hear him for our hearts and lives. And um, that, so that's the first thing. Second, second thing that we, we see from them, so that they were hearing God. Now, that at the time was an amazing thing because there'd been a silence for hundreds of years. And the shepherds then heard. And, you know, we can traditionally go about our business uh, but putting ourselves in a place to hear is so important. Second thing that we see is they acted on it promptly. Uh, Pastor Andrew was sharing about the expectation and excitement of the shepherds where they were looking for something and then they acted upon it quickly as well. And, and you see in this story that it's, they hurried. They hurried. They acted promptly on what God was saying into their hearts and lives. If we're really going to discover fresh things that God has for you and that the living Jesus has for us as a church and for your life and family and home and our lives, then there's something about acting upon what God says to our hearts and lives promptly. Do something about it. In 1 Samuel 15 verse 22, um, the Lord says, he, um, Obedience is better than sacrifice. And there's something about acting upon what God says. If we know that God is speaking about something, then to do something about it. Otherwise, we become a bystander, a spectator, and a watcher, rather than a participator walking in the living relationship with Jesus Christ. And it's amazing. Now, 
It led the shepherds to discover Jesus. The fact that they heard and then they did something about it and obeyed, it led them to a place where they actually discovered this amazing gift of the saviour of the world. And for you and me, I would say that for, for this day, today, not just Christmas Day, it was only a few days ago that we, we stood, I stood here and we stood as a church together just a few days ago, but it's not just for Christmas Day, but every day, this beautiful, Shirley and I were just speaking at the beginning of this morning's meeting, saying, I don't know what I'd do if I wasn't a Christian. I became a Christian at 20 years of age. I had a life not walking as a Christian up, up, to, up until 20 years of age. And now as I look back, I think to myself, and then now my relationship with Jesus is more than ever. And what I don't know what I would do if I didn't have this relationship with Jesus Christ. And so there's something about today, hearing and getting ourselves into position to hear God for us, your life, my life today getting ourselves to that place, and then acting upon what he says into our hearts and lives, doing something about it. Now, finally, the, 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 the third thing that we see is this. And they then went on to share the good news, this amazing discovery that they'd made, this incredible discovery of not just this amazing baby. that the, and They didn't just would have talked about angels and spent a lifetime talking about, I've seen angels, but they said, I've seen Jesus, the saviour, of the world. They could have gone and written a book, which other people have, which is not wrong necessarily about angels, but they said, look, I've seen the saviour, the promised saviour of the world. We've seen him, we've experienced him. And, um, you know, hearing, acting promptly will bring you into a place of discovery. Something fresh. I've been a Christian now uh, 35 years. And so it's hearing him, acting upon what he says, will lead me to discover something fresh in this living relationship with the living God. And uh, they then went on to rejoice in that. They, they shared excitedly. It says they, they, they were excited about what they shared. And they shared wherever they went. And so there's this, there's this experience of them sharing the good news. Sharing the very good news that the saviour of the world has come. You know, uh, Max Lucado puts it like this, and it's, he's, he has a great way of writing. He said, this is, this is this amazing news. It's not just a baby in a manger. He said, God became one of us so we could become one with him. Relationship. How he puts it succinctly and in a very good way. God became one of us so we could become one with him. This talks about a living relationship with the living God. How incredible is that? That that every day, not just for Christmas Day, but every day I can talk and walk and know the living God. Um, living reality, it's not a crutch. Somebody once said to me when I first became a Christian, that's a crutch to, to rely on. And I said, no, it's a shoulder to cry on because it's a living God. It's a real God living and alive today. And I may know this living God every day. How about that? He died in our place to deal with our sin, the problem of having a relationship with God. And he brings us back to be with him that we might know him and walk with him, not on Christmas Day, but every day. Let's make that our aim every day, to know this one and be at one and be at heart with our Father, the living God. You know, God became one of us so that we could become one with him. That is good news. 
That's amazing news. Every day, every day that we may know and have a living relationship through his son, Jesus Christ. And that's something that we can share and tell the world. It's exactly what the shepherds did. They didn't have to go out knocking on people's doors. They shared that because it's amazing news. It's that good. You know, as Andrew was saying, I think over the Christmas period as a church, we probably saw something like, and this isn't being over the top with this, with our over our toddler parties, uh, then life groups reaching out, then our, all of our Christmas services, people coming and being invited and meeting with the community, um, leafleting the area and um, different people um, uh, you know, under, knowing what, what we're doing. Um, probably something in the region of 800 people over the Christmas period. It, it, you know, it, 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 it's incredible. But can you imagine that every day of the week? Every, not just for Christmas Day and, and a week over Christmas, sharing the good news that God became one of us so that we could become one with him and have a relationship with our Father in heaven. It's incredible news. I don't know what I'd do without my relationship with Jesus. Therefore, there's something to share and to let the world, tell the world that Jesus lives. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, this morning, we, we really do thank you. We, we, we reflecting on Christmas Day, you, you, the gift of your son. Um, it's a celebration for us, and we thank you for that. But every day, every day is a gift. The gift of your son, alive in our hearts and lives. And so we say, forgive us for living for ourselves, that we might live for you, Jesus. We believe in you, the Son of God, and trust in you that you became one of us in flesh so that we might be one with you in relationship. Father God, thank you that we're now adopted into your family. May the news, this good news, be released in us, but now through us and from us every day, in every way in our hearts and lives, and into our community. We thank you for the Christmas period. Thank you for so many people that have served you in our church over this period. But now we pray that every day will be a a day to celebrate. Every day will be a day of experiencing that oneness with you, that relationship with you. And we pray that we will release and give away this great news, this amazing news, this good news to those around us naturally and supernaturally in the power of your Holy Spirit, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we ask. Amen.